3: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
4: Can we be real? Hello, hey. Matthew. Hi. Bagsy, how are you? Very good. Good. Have you watched any of Paris in Love? I mean, no.
0: I can't imagine that either of you would... <laughs> Paris in Love. So is it a reality show or...? Yeah,
4: so it's Paris Hilton, obviously, and um, and her husband, Carter. Is that his name? I better check. I'm sure it is. And um, he's an interesting chap, but I don't mean that disparagingly. I, he comes across really sweet to me. And, um, yeah, can you Google it for me? Thanks, Matthew. So the, the first series was about Paris being in love with this guy and getting married. And then the second series, which is just... Finished. Everyone's just watched it. Um, I'm. I've been watching it on Hey You in Australia. Is it Carter? Carter. Carter Reem is his name, and yep. he's he's a rich guy. He's. Um, I don't know if he was raised rich like she was. He's he's some kind of investment banker or something or other, isn't he? He's he's got a job. Hmm. And uh, memorably in this second season of Paris in Love, it, it sort of kicked off with this insane situation where Paris introduced her mum to the baby. Remember, I was telling you about that. Right. Yeah. So there's this scene. Her mum didn't know she was pregnant. Mm. Well, well, she wasn't pregnant. Her mum didn't know that Paris was having a baby at all. Her firstborn mm. through a surrogate. And so her mum, Kathy Hilton, who is quite nutty. I love Kathy, and Kathy's a big part of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But she is. She's a very peculiar lady. She's quite rude. She, Kathy's the kind of woman who walks into a party or walks into people's homes, and she'll be quite rude to them without seeming to realise that she's.
0: Been rude and about what? Oh uh, like furniture or something. No, it's hard or to. Or the ex- paint on the wall. It's
4: hard to. No, yeah. Sometimes she can be a little bit.
0: I wouldn't have that over there.
4: She's just yeah a bit a bit like that. Well, she's just a bit clueless, is the way I describe yeah. it. She's a bit clueless. You and, should and, move and, your
0: couch around this way. It'd be great. If
4: this it there's a bit of conjecture as to whether she does know she's being rude and it's it's just like she uses this excuse that, oh, I'm just kind of a befuddled old rich lady when she actually does know that she's being catty. Mm. We, don't, we don't know. But I, I find her kind of amusing. There's no doubt about the fact that she's not been the greatest mother, but even then I give her a bit of grace because her mother was a piece of work. Her mother was a real stage mother. Um, They call her Big Kathy, her mum. She's passed away now, so she's Big Kathy. Kathy Hilton was Little Kathy. Mm -hmm. And then she has two younger sisters, Kyle and Kim. Kim was a big child star, and they're all now middle-aged ladies. And Little Kathy's two daughters are, of course, Paris and Nikki Hilton. So when Paris was a teenager and was starting to get rambunctious... Kathy and her husband, Rick, made the decision to send her to one of those camps for troubled teens, one of those ones where...
0: They straighten them out.
4: Well, yeah. They I try mean, to anyway. They Paris had that, that whole experience where she was asleep in her bed one night and about three or four in the morning was woken up by big, burly, strange men in her bedroom who essentially kidnapped her, although her parents knew what was happening, woke her up, said, get some clothes on, we're taking you away. They put her in a van. They took her to the airport. She didn't know where she was going.
0: How scary. Took
4: her to somewhere in the desert. It was a camp where there were other kids. And yeah, she was in this camp, this discipline camp and
0: Wow. yeah, it
4: was. What his, kind of things happened out there? She was sexually assaulted lots of horrible things happened there and she a couple of years ago she actually spoke to the Senate, she spoke to senators about what happened and she's been part of this movement to outlaw these camps, Paris has Right. Um, yeah she's become very political about it and it was the first time she'd spoken to her parents about what happened to her out there Oh how very, bad
0: would they feel?
4: Yeah it's left her very traumatised and her mum has since attended some rallies with her about it So there's a lot of that in Paris in Love, a lot of conversations that they'd never had before, a lot of things told to her mum that her mum didn't know because they'd never had these hard conversations before, Mm. and her mum admitting, yeah, you're right, I don't like to have hard conversations. I try to brush things under the carpet. I try not to have these hard conversations. And Nikki, who I always thought of as a real cold fish, you see that all the dynamics of the family, you see that Nikki is always caught in the middle. She was the good girl. She's always had to sort of translate between Paris and her mum. Nikki's always the one who has to bring them together physically sometimes, Hmm. has to bring them into the same room, sit them down on the same couch. Nikki, interestingly, lives in New York and everyone else lives in LA. Like, it's like they're all so much that Nikki's like, I can't. I can live with these
0: people. I need six hours of a yeah. flight between us, yeah.
4: And she's there a lot, but mm. it's like she needs her own space. She's got yeah. her own family. Yeah. And she can't be negotiating between her parents and Paris all the time. So there's this first episode of the second season where Paris says to her mum, sit on the couch, I've got a surprise for you. Her a mom, surprise? Yeah. Her mum's sitting on the couch and Paris walks out, walks back in with a newborn baby. Oh, shit. Literally. Okay, wow. And says and her mum's like, No, no. She goes, Yes, this is your grandchild.
0: They're doing it for T V.
4: Well this it gets worse. The reason that Ugh. she never told her mum that she was even expecting a baby was because she didn't trust her mum not to share share it with the media. Because her mother had spoken to the media before about her fertility issues and she didn't want her to. Can you imagine?
0: Oh, I just it's it's horrible. Yeah.
4: Like this just the trust issues are just unbelievable. And so it's just really interesting. There's a lot of criticism, and since then they've had another baby. They had just recently, a few months ago, just before Christmas, had um, have had a daughter.
0: Right. So she now has Do two babies. Did they announce babies. this one on the show as well? Uh, they or? announced
4: it on social media. They did announce on the show, the last episode of the show, they announced that they were expecting a daughter. So now she has the two babies. I think they'd be within 12 months of each other. I think the first baby, Phoenix, is a boy. I think he hadn't quite turned one before London, the daughter, was born. Um, both via surrogate. Now, there's a lot of criticism of the way she parents. Paris was not in the room when her babies were born. She said she couldn't bear it. She said she was too traumatised by things that have happened in her life to be in the room. However, she was in the room with Nikki, her sister, when she had her baby. Paris hadn't changed a nappy for her first baby for the first month of his life because she just didn't know how to. But I think when you watch the show, you do get a lot more sympathy for her. I think you see she's a really interesting woman and not... not
0: She's portrayed as this ditzy, or she was portrayed as this ditzy yeah. you know, like a girl that would say like a lot.
4: Yeah, she still says stupid shit. She's trying to make this saying, sliving. She's trying to make sliving happen. And you're like, stop trying to make... What does that mean? S- exactly. Stop trying to make sliving happen, Paris. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, it's stupid. And you're a grown woman... And, and on one hand, she's trying to say, look, I'm not that silly girl. I'm a grown woman. I want to be a mother and I want to be taken seriously. I'm a, I'm a mogul. I'm a businesswoman. I've made all this money. Mm. But I'm just living. It's like, oh, stop stop that.
0: Stop that shit. But she makes money off that shit. Oh, because she's trying to
4: make money off that shit, but it's like. Do you know what I
0: mean? Like She'll turn that into merch.
4: So she's doing this whole thing where she's rehearsing to do a concert, right? And she's like. Got really bad back pain, and mm. her husband, beautiful Carter, they're in the back of her car. And he goes, Why have you got this back pain? Did you injure your back at some stage, or has it come from? She goes, "Ah, oh, it's just from like, you know, when I'm DJing and I'm always wearing heels, and I'm just like, It's just from sliving. I <laughs> like, Oh, God. Yeah. Trying so hard. Now she Not was yeah. really be in your corner, but you've got to stop that shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, she was Kim Kardashian's personal assistant
4: No, Kim was hers Oh,
0: Kim was hers Yeah, Kim was so, her
4: wardrobe assistant or- Right,
0: so therefore she's watched all of that Seeing how open they've been And seeing the success of the Kardashians Well, that's
4: the thing, yeah So do you I think, think that's Paris- why she's doing
0: this baby thing Where she's walking the baby into a room To present the baby to her mother And doing the whole, like, let's make headlines out of this Yeah,
4: it's interesting Because Paris started the whole thing of Being famous for nothing, with the simple life, or whatever wasn't. Yeah, for not having, you know, she wasn't a performer or whatever. She was just okay. I'm just Paris. I'm just going to be famous for being Paris, and then
0: they took over
4: her friend and her assistant, Kim Kardashian, and her family took it
0: to the next level, so
4: much further.
0: And so, is this her way of going back? And yeah,
4: so it's like now Paris is
0: trying to getting on
4: what they've done, which is they have shared every part of their lives mm. shared their kids, shared their relationships, shared everything. so yeah Paris is now coming back around to what they've done. she's sharing her kids. but you can see she's trying to figure out how to do it do that but still protect the kids and still yeah. not put them through anything that's damaged her. It's a really fascinating to watch. also she she keeps changing voices like she'll say that's not my real voice. I use that voice that's a character. And so you'll see when she's working. Suddenly she's like, "Oh, Snoop Dogg. Oh, hey, sleeping. Oh, thank you, thank you." And the next minute she's talking to camera. She's sitting in her wardrobe and talking like this with her normal voice. Yeah. And she'll say that's a character. But then she'll drop back into it and drop in and out of it. So it's split personality really fascinating thing going on. Yeah. Also, she really struggled to bond with the baby Phoenix. She was really struggling to. M- Crossover. Sorry,
0: I've also missed something here. Mm. You mentioned she wasn't there at the birth of her baby. No, so uh, because it was a
4: surrogate, another lady had the baby. So
0: she didn't even she wasn't even at the hospital.
4: She may have been in the hospital, but she wasn't in In the the room room. when the baby was born. But it's like Carter, the father of the baby. He's he's walking around constantly with this baby and a baby Bjorn, and she's just like, "Oh, you're so cute. I love you." She was really struggled to bond. With the baby. She left the baby with the nanny a lot. She struggled to cross over from, I really like this baby a lot, to that's my baby. I'm its mum.
0: Yeah. But can mum mums who give birth also have that, like as in f- physically natural birth, yeah. can they also have that detachment? Oh,
4: totally. So is it, it – It's this not. Is it. This
0: is not just a surrogate no. thing. This, also, this can happen to anybody.
4: People who have babies through surrogacy and people who adopt babies can bond really yes. quickly and strongly as well. So, so yeah, it's not to do a, with surrogacy at all. Yeah. It was, I think, to do with
0: – Who she is. Her,
4: she, she's not very – Closely bonded with her own mum, you know. I think it's more to do with that. Actually,
0: right. I think she doesn't understand how to give that love because she hasn't received that's it.
4: That's it. I think it's that. Right. So it's really worth watching. And and now have a look at her TikTok as well. So these babies are all over TikTok, and yeah, fascinating, fascinating to watch this this young woman who's um she's so far out of reality too, and she's her, she's got on TikTok oh, I'm the girl who can do everything all at once. And it's a photo of her holding her baby with about six people doing things to her, like one straightening her hair, someone else is doing her nails, someone's fixing her shoe. So it's just a really bizarre mindset of like, I'm the girl who can do everything at once, but you've put up a photo of everyone doing everything for you. Mm. It's like you're not doing anything. Yeah, You're standing still holding your baby. It's so weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. But there's such a big part of me that's like, Really happy for her too, that she's got her babies. She's so sweet with them, but it feels like they've just got a really nice lady in their life, Mm -hmm. (laughs) these babies, you know. It doesn't feel like she's the lady to run to if you've shat your pants, certainly. I don't think she's the lady to run to if you fall out of a tree and you've broken your arm, if someone sent you a nasty Snapchat or all those things I think that my kids run to me for. Uh, she gr- she'll
0: she grow into that though, right? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Can people I don't grow, know people that, that have she this will. really, I think
4: she's a sweet lady to have at the house. But she'll I think be similar she to her mum. Yeah, I think she loves them a lot. I just don't know that she's... I just think she's a nice lady at the house. Do you know what they Yeah, know? yeah, makes yeah, make yeah. sense?
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. She's not going to teach him to drive. She's not going to do all the boring shit. And I think that's the shit that mm. mums do. 100%
0: that matters. Yeah. Mm.
4: She's not going to... Make them two-minute noodles Mm. when they've just had gastro all night. Yeah. She's not going to let them sleep with her when they've got gastro. All that stuff. When you know they're going to spew on you all night and you've just put towels in your bed.
0: Because what was one of her sayings about disgusting things? Didn't uh, she have like, oh, that's pus" or something no, like that? Or, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pus. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Like, was, so she'd be oh, like, oh, the pus. kid, yeah, but she'd be in the bed. like, "Oh."
4: <laughs> she thinks everything's gross. Yeah. They'll be in the nanny's bed when they're threatening to
0: spew and shit themselves Oof. at the same time. What's the show called?
4: Paris in Love.
0: Paris in Love.
4: Is that what it's called? Yeah. Paris in Love. All right. Had to Two check it out. Two big seasons <laughs> to get involved in, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.
0: That's puss. Boy, well, yeah, I don't know. She would never
4: say puss, but it was so funny that you were like, was it that's puss or something? That's puss.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: and sparkles. Yes,
4: please.
0: You're topping up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've topped up. Okay, great. Uh, If you've got a secret you want to share it with Michelle, go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page. This is the first secret for today's episode. So
1: I'm a Christian and I teach high school religion and I have a celibacy clause in my contract. Um, But I also have a friends with benefits situation Um, and none of my friends or co-workers know about it. Um, recently I had to travel and I got on the app and organised someone who was more than 20 years younger than me to come to my hotel. Um Yeah,
0: celibacy in the contract.
4: That's amazing. I is don't it? think that's legal.
0: Yeah, <laughs> is that legal. That's gotta be. What religion?
4: I don't know. Um,
0: I, I just, I. Don't. Well, what religion usually has celibate? Like Catholic. Catholic was the thing for a while. Uh, in
4: priests, right? <laughs> I don't think is that, is in that any that still other stuff. they still, yeah, yeah. Priests.
0: They still do that. I still,
4: yeah, they still do hell. that. Mate. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, they still priests still do that. Wow! Theoretically, and I say that because I know in my old hometown there was a priest very high up who had a partner for years, a female partner, and everyone secret. Everyone knew.
0: Everyone knew But because
4: he was so liked And um, there was sort of a decision made It seemed like There was a decision made in the community To
0: let it be Because Well of course Because yeah. who cares in the community But right. if the bishop finds out You're yeah. fucked yeah. Or if the pope finds out oh, You are fucked The pope smacking chops if he knew Yeah.
4: I think that might happen a bit around the place <sighs> that, that people increasingly decide The whole chastity, celibacy thing's a bit dumb A bit pointless and if a priest is a good, good at his job, then who cares? That's all. So in this worries.
0: situation, she's got it in her contract, right? So it, oh, uh, illegal. Don't understand. I, yeah, that, that's got to be a, a teaching at a school. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess that's what she said. And you cannot have sex with anyone. That's fucking
4: weird. I don't think that's legal. But anyway, I'm not a an employment lawyer. Um, what I fully support uh, breaking the clause. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And who cares? It's I know. Their, it's not their business. Right.
4: And if this were a, a movie, um, <laughs> you know, the person that you hooked up with on TikTok would be your principal. <laughs> also, <hang laughs> on. would show up at the door of the hotel.
0: Yeah. Going to court over this breaking of the clause as if it would ever crazy. go – as if they would ever enforce it.
4: I know. It's crazy, right?
0: Taking someone to court because they broke a celibacy. This is why
4: we need unions. Sorry to bring politics into it, but it's like, I mean – you got to be in a union mate. You can't there's no union in the world that would let this shit through. It's crazy. Remember the bonk ban in um, in Canberra after Barnaby Joyce got together with his, yeah. a member of his staff mm. and then um, – Yeah,
0: but that's internal staff. That's not controlling – Oh, uh, totally. That's like an HR-like drama. But with, even
4: then everyone went, well, that's ridiculous. you can't do that. When the yeah. Prime Minister, um, Malcolm Turnbull, said, well, Brian, look, I'm going to make a rule. You can't have but sex with your staff anymore. And everyone went, oh, shut, shut up. Shut
0: up, yeah. But the thing is if there's anywhere that you could probably do that is it is is like a, an HR type of scenario yeah. where you're trying to stop sex in the workplace. Yeah, but not that's sex like,
4: in total. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have sex with anyone and you, yeah, it's insane. Get Danny on the phone for this one. Oh god, we're gonna have to patch Danny in for you, love <laughs> Shit a brick. <laughs> I mean, but I love how she's broken it so so much. Like <laughs> she's just like, I'm not even I'm having sex and I'm having sex with randoms I pick up online. I mean, that is the best kind of sex, just quietly.
0: Online sex.
4: Yeah, randoms. Online. I thought
0: you were against the online apps and stuff like that. Are you back on that? Oh, no,
4: no, ba- There's yeah. lots
0: of randoms on online.
4: Someone's taken- There's lots of randoms online. No, I'm not on the apps. But people now are saying LinkedIn. Are you up with that?
0: <laughs> people are picking up on LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. Please I don't, know don't how. go on LinkedIn and try and pick up. I
4: don't know how, but it's crossed my marketing mind to try. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know how they're doing it, but I keep reading that
0: people are saying LinkedIn oh. is the new place to pick up. I mean, my resume is pretty hot. It's shit hot, isn't it? Yeah, like you would. I don't know. I haven't looked. But you haven't, go and have a look. I'll have a look. I asked you about eight I months ago to give me a reference, and you still haven't done that. No, that, that sorry. Would, that could actually, show me how that could help me out. With show my, me
4: how. No, I don't want you getting show another you job. How. I don't want. I don't want you getting another job. I'm going to give you a boo thumbs down one. <laughs> no, I don't want you you getting can't up. do that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a bad one. Boo. <laughs> He's terrible. He wheezes in the stink at work that we get our coffee mugs <laughs> in. I'm going to say you do that, that we wash our coffee mugs in. Oh,
0: God. What? And this, you don't this, rinse is, it. this is a real power imbalance here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the uh-huh. next secret. Where is Danny when we need her? <laughs>
1: My secret is that I snuck out of work um, because I found out that my husband's ex-boss had his vehicle parked at an airport uh, close by my work, and I snuck out and uh, slashed the tires of the vehicle um, because he had dismissed my husband unfairly from work, and it cost us a lot of money. We were owed a lot of money, and I just wanted to get revenge. And my only regret is that uh, I wasn't there when they got off the plane and realised that their car had flat tyres. So, yeah, no regrets there.
0: Now, I judged this straight away. But perfectly then I, understandable. Well, yeah, I do think perfectly understandable. So first you do go, whoa, okay, that's pretty full on. But then the I fair picture work like a radio tribunal. executive, it's right? It's the
4: Fair Work Tribunal of mum. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mum has ruled. Slashed tyres. I love she's gone to the airport.
0: Set up a GoPro to watch it.
4: <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking, surely you could have watched it somehow. But I lo- she's gone to the airport.
0: Mm. She's Don't paid with some badass. She's
4: probably paid 70 bucks just to get into that, that area of the car park and be there it's for worth it. eight minutes. It's worth it. Yeah, to slash the tyres. There's probably CCTV. It's a risky mission, but she seems to have carried it out.
0: And I like. And so I'm, I'm realizing how badass everyone is that listens to this podcast. We've got people. We've got people bashing people. We've got people <laughs> <laughs> slashing we've tires. We've got people
4: logging into other people's booking.com dot com accounts, right, cancelling, cancelling, them. cancelling their holidays.
0: Yeah, we've got people that have got uh, sponges in their vagina oh, for seven yeah. days. We're
4: hectic bitches.
0: Yeah, babes. How do you file it?
4: perfectly understandable.
0: Okay. Yeah. Have you ever slashed someone's like, no. have, have you ever thought of it? I've thought of it. I've
4: never vandalized. I,
0: you you've never thought of slashing someone's tires. Never vandalized another. No, person's never thought property, of
4: it. Oh, yeah, I've thought of doing easy shit. Oh, lots of people. I'm not going to name them, but they know who they are. But no, I've Who's nev-
0: the Who's mm, okay. Mm, yeah.
4: Yeah, not going to name them, but they know who they are. But no, I've never, I think
0: I know who I'm whose sure tires you do. getting slashed. <laughs>
4: Oh, I could think of better things to do than that, but no, but I've never... You start
0: that. there. Yeah, if you mm. want. All right, let's get into <laughs> our next secret. Hi,
1: Michelle and Bags. Where I used to work, we used to have someone that would come in, we would call him a shopper, where he would go to the shops and steal a bunch of stuff and come back to my work and sell a bag of makeup or Same. perfume for like $50. Same. Well, the girl I used to work with was an absolute cunt to me. Ooh. So when we would both say, Oh yeah, we'll have an order or whatever when he would drop off the stuff, I would take I would go through both bags and take out what I wanted and put it all into my bag and leave all the shit stuff for her.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean that's fine. I wonder if you worked in the sex industry because that used to happen in the sex industry too. People, we used to call them shoppers, and they their career was stealing things and selling them to girls in brothels. So they would shoplift and then come through all the brothels of a nighttime with all the stolen booty and with all the tags on and the going rate was a third of the – tag price we would pay a third for clothes for handbags shoes perfumes makeup everything and sometimes they would steal to order like one girl was pregnant so she just completely kitted herself out. they got her a pram they got her wow. yeah like the top of the right whatever the hot pram was of the day they went and they said they just they just went to myers i think it was and then they just walked out with it yeah i remember that i remember all the designer stuff from the shoppers just like, oh, yeah, yeah, we've got it else up here. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's nice, isn't it? Is that your size? Because, like, I could go, I could go, what size are Because, like, I could go back and get that size. <laughs> Just try it on. Just try it on, see, like, if it fits all that. What
0: stuff. are you doing when this is happening?
4: Shopping? I'm um- <laughs> <laughs> picking through. <laughs> <laughs> how, do,
0: <laughs> how do you file that one? Perfectly understandable. Uh, our final secret for today.
1: Hi, Michelle and Bags, Love your show. Thank my you. secret is that I dobbed my friend into Docs without her knowing. Obviously, Jesus. she was going through a really tough time, and I tried everything to help her. Getting psychologist for the children after she lost her husband to suicide. But I could see that children were in danger of not going to school and I secretly contacted a school counsellor and just told her everything and that I was concerned. And the next day I had my friend on the phone bawling her eyes out and wanting to talk to me and saying that docs had been on her doorstep. But... I still to this day know that it was for the best um, and my main goal was to get help for the kids and try and get her help. So, yeah, I don't regret it. Gosh, that's big.
0: That's, do you know what Docs is? Yeah, yeah. When you, you you see some shitty parenting, so you give them a call and say, get over there and sort that shit out. Department of Children's Services. That one.
4: Yeah. yeah. I, okay, I'm going to be judgmental here on behalf of I think a lot of listeners are going to be asking this question. Why didn't you take the kids? Yeah. I would do that before I would call docs.
0: Because docs means? Docs is scary. Like foster children, uh, foster homes, or like it's it's not great for the kids at all. No. Or the whole family.
4: I'm not saying they're bad people. I know they try very hard to help kids, but the system's not great. And um, I've had docs workers come to our home after some some incidents with with the father of my kids, and um, and they were brilliant. They were so helpful and.
0: Can you okay? So without going into detail on that scenario, but yep. can you talk through that process of? What happens there? There's a there's obviously phone calls. There are like what are they, well, they how many turn up and and what, what's that like?
4: Well, let me tell you what happened. It was interesting because there was um, there was violence and uh, the police were involved. So they I didn't know any of this would happen. Obviously, they then got in touch with uh, Department of Human Services, I think they're called here in Victoria now, but whoever they are. So then weeks later or months later. Our Nodgy, their Hungarian nana, mm. um, rang me and said, and I was close to home. I was just at the shops down the street. Um, in the middle of the day, she rang me and said, and she was a bit panicked. She said, Michelle, there's two ladies here uh, from docks. And I was like, what the fuck? She said, quickly, come home, come home. So I raced home. And luckily for me, because Nodgy was there, the house was immaculate. <laughs> Very clean, and uh, and that you know,
0: matters. Like, well, I, I, I think like, realistically, feels if you like came into anyone's house, there the can be mess. It just
4: feels like it does because you like feel it does. like you know. Anyway, and so they they were waiting for me in the lounge room, and I went in. They two young women; they would have been under thirty, both of them, mm. and they're both social workers. Mm. They give me their card, and what had happened was they thought that they had been calling me for months, and I hadn't been returning their call. So they thought I'd been avoiding them. When we compared notes, they had the wrong number for me. They had one number wrong on my mobile number. So they thought they were coming to visit me, like doing a surprise visit at my home because I was avoiding them. Sure. So luckily that wasn't happening and we were able to dispel that misconception really quickly. But yeah, they were definitely coming to check and see if my children were in a safe environment because they just got a report from the police saying there's been an incident. Then they're trying to ring me. No one's getting back to them.
3: Mm.
4: So they go, okay, we just have to go and rock up and check this house out and see if these kids are okay. So they get there. They realize, okay, we had the wrong number. The house is fine and great. They're well looked after, but they did go to the school and they did talk to people at school. So that's embarrassing for me, but it's happened to a lot of people. Um, And I did think to myself, As this whole process was rolling out, that if I were an Aboriginal woman, I would feel nervous because Aboriginal children are still removed at a very Mm -hmm. high rate in Mm -hmm. Australia. Mm -hmm. I felt nervous as it was because it's just a nerve-wracking experience to go through.
0: How long ago was this? This
4: was uh, about four years ago.
0: So the kids are old enough that they are uh, watching all of this?
4: Well, they got home from school and said, oh, we had to talk to this weird lady today. This lady... We had to go into a room and talk to a lady. Mm. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know who that was. And and she came here too and she's nice and everything. And they were super fantastic, these young women. Initially I was like, this is so weird and embarrassing, but they were fantastic and they gave me a lot of good advice and really helped us through the process that we were going through. So I don't want anyone to think that I'm putting shit on docs Mm. or on the people who work for them. However, if I had a girlfriend who was going through that, And I was worried for her kids. I personally would take the kids. I would not want to see the kids go through the foster system or Mm. go even for a night or a week. So that's my answer to everything I've just heard. Yeah. I'm sure we'll hear some feedback from listeners. But yeah. But they were great with us. They were fantastic with us. But we, I'm lucky. Like. You know, I've got a good income. I can take care of my kids. I have the support of Nodgy. I have, and I think at that stage my parents were still living in a granny flat behind us too, so we had people around us mm-hmm. and a lot of women don't. Sure. So, yeah, we were in a really pretty good situation mm. and a lot of people aren't, so, but they were great with us.
0: All right, how do you file that one?
4: Oh, be careful, Mm. Just remember that file in the nick of time. Yeah. Be careful when you're reporting things like this. Like, do your homework and know what you're. Because once someone's in that system, that, that system, they're in that system. doesn't go away quickly.
0: As in, they'll keep an eye on those people for a long time. Yeah. Which is, which, once again, like you mentioned, that's a great thing that happens. Yeah. In some scenarios. But if it's not, like you say, if you can get in there and actually help yourself. Yeah. Um, and not have this person in that scenario. Yeah, be careful. Uh, If you've got a secret, you want to share it on the podcast, all you have to do is go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page as well. That is it for today's episode. We will see you next Tuesday.
3: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science?